This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We are too hot to handle, too cold to motherfucking hold. And we're talking. <laughs> oh, that's the best. We are talking Ghostbusters too. I bring that up, that Bobby Brown song, because one of yes. the very first cassette tapes I ever owned was the single for Ghostbusters Two by Bobby Brown. Wow. One side of it was the song, and the other side was the instrumental. And I had that and Elvis's greatest hits. I bought them both at a garage sale I love when I was it. a kid. That's awesome. Bobby I walked Brown. around with my Walkman, just fucking too hot to handle, too cold to hope. They called the Ghostbusters in the ink control. Had to throw a party for a bunch of children. Well, all mm-hmm. the while, this time was under the building. I'm like, come on. Dude. I always like when the song describes the plot of the movie. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I laughed so hard when Bobby Brown showed up in this movie. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, that man. was great. Yes. Like, holy fuck. Oh my god. I also have to correct both Joe and Will. Um, the reason it's hard for you to match the sound of that Ecto One siren is because the sound design is based partly on a screaming cat. So it's <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park where they're like, What does a T Rex sound like? Like, I don't know, let's get a dolphin, like let's just put a bunch of shit together. They did that with Ghostbusters to create the iconic uh, siren mm-hmm. noise. You know, there's a video floating around of what a T Rex actually sounds like, and it's not oh, like that. That's going to ruin it, isn't it? It is going to ruin it. It's 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 menacing. Don't get me wrong. It it's just very sounds like menacing. a gigantic chicken. It's not Gawk. like that fucking. <laughs> no. no it, like <laughs> it should, but it doesn't. It's as very long as menacing. It, as long as it's definitely menacing. Definitely fucking different. You yeah. got to look it up. It's not like that fucking mummy that they're like, we reconstructed what his voice sounds like. And they played the clip and he was like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did you ever see that? I swear no, to I you, I'm not exaggerating. There was this huge lead up. They're like, yeah, we found this mummy and his, you know, his vocal cords were so well preserved that we were able to build a, a model 3D print. You know, we just the acoustics, the science behind it. And this is, are you, this is what this man actually sounded like. And you're like, oh my God, this is fucking incredible. Like, let's, let's listen. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not exaggerating. Google this shit. It sounds like this. Ready? <laughs> it's fucking incredible. It's incredible. Here, here come the mummies. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna non sequitur, but you just reminded me of a Shane Gillis bit. We talked about how <laughs> white people, white people will when white people were cool. This is what they sounded like, you know, back in the '30s. Ah, yeah, <laughs> and they talk about the first time Jackie Robinson came up to the plate. Is when they stopped being cool because they're going, yeah, this young Negro boy, Jackie Robinson, is up to the plate. And he hits the ball, and it's out of the park. Oh, God. All right. That's it. We're not cool anymore. (laughs) And they stopped talking like that. And he's 100% fucking correct. That's when we stop being cool. (laughs) That's funny, dude. (laughs) Uh, All right. So we digressed. But we're back. 
with Ghostbusters 2. Um, the boys get arrested and they got to go to trial. And who do they get to defend them? But Lewis Tully. Fastest trial in history. <laughs> yeah. It, things go boom quick. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, um, I, I'm, I'm busy trying to unshrink my kids. Can I get the fuck out of here? <laughs> I know exactly. I got to use the same helmet too. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Um, so yeah, he's he's representing them, and he's just per. I mean, Rick Moranis is just such a gift, mm -hmm. man. I love him mm -hmm. so much. Yes. Um, the next clip I have for you is let's let's introduce ourselves back to Lewis Tolly and the trial of the Ghostbusters. Oh, and also before we before you play that clip, never mind. No, no, I was trying to stall because I know you needed a little time. We're good. Oh, look, look at the cigarette ad on the side of the bus. No, no, cigarette oh, yeah. commercial. Is that Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld in some short shorts selling some fucking pools. <laughs> cool the miles. Before we begin this trial, I want to make one thing very clear. The world does not recognize the existence of ghosts. I don't believe in them either. So I don't want to hear a lot of malarkey about goblins and spooks <laughs> and demons. We're going to stick to the facts in this case. Leave the ghost stories to the kiddies, understood? Wow. Sounds like a pretty open-minded guy, huh? It's America today. Yeah, what can we do? It's all on the hands Presented with facts and ignoring them anyway. I think you guys are making a big mistake. I do mostly tax law and some probate stuff occasionally. I got my law degree in night school. Well, that's fine, Lewis. We got arrested at night. <laughs> Just put these guys away fast and make sure they go away for a long, long time, okay? I don't think it's going to be hard with this list of charges. Good. Very good. Violating a judicial restraining order, willful destruction of public property, fraud, malicious mischief. Okay, Harvey <laughs> Seen a couple Spectre, of years your ass down. At your first parole hearing. <laughs> They'll never take us alive. All right, all right. Let's get on with it. <laughs> let's get on with it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the, of the, of the audience, I don't think it's fair to call my clients frauds. Okay, so the blackout was a big problem for everybody, okay? I was stuck in an elevator for two hours and I had to make the whole time. But I don't blame them, because one time I turned into a dog and they helped me. Thank you. Thank you. This is like me defending a movie. <laughs> and the judge, oh my God. the judge's face is like you guys staring at me defending that movie. <laughs> I'm like, wait, like, look, the biodome was real. Like, they actually went in there, they had to make, and they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you just end it with, thank you. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Um, yeah, that I just, I love his performance in this movie. So, uh, and and you stepped on the line, Joe, but I wanted to point out, almost funnier than, than Rick Moranis at the end is Dan Aykroyd saying, well, we got arrested at night. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did step on that, but I had, I had to make the Greendale okay. Community College reference. You had to. Yeah, it was right there. It was yeah. fucking right there. Um, so these two clips come pretty much right around the same time. I just wanted. I had to show you Rick, man. Rick is everything. So uh, some stuff happens that they get found guilty, of course. All these charges, and he's going to put them at, away in Rikers Island, and he's getting yep. angrier and angrier. And his anger is having this crazy effect on that pink slime that they had a sample of. It's it's now being presented as evidence. Um, they're trying to warn him that, hey, man, like, calm down. You're doing something, and he won't have it. Yeah. And this next clip I, is... I, I uh, like, um, I mean, I've been in them sewers for years. I've never seen that slime before. They must have put it there. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how many gallons, like thousands of gallons it was? 25 yes. 
million gallons like that. That was my favorite New York performance in this movie when they're like, have you ever seen this equipment before? And he's like, yeah, I never seen it before. And they're like, well, what do you think it's used for? I don't know. Catch a ghost or something? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's pretty great. So let's look at this next clip. This is the... uh, the aftermath of the judge's anger. You gotta do something! Help me! Don't talk to me, talk to my attorney. That's me! My guys are still under a judicial mistrainsman order. <laughs> that blue thing I got from her. They could be exposing themselves. And you don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> You're next, Bubbles. All right, all right. Are we seeing the order? Case dismissed. Sorry, we got the case. Now do something. Oh, oh. I always hated this part of the business. You know, it's been a couple years since we used this stuff. I hope it still works. It should. Power cells have a half-life of 5,000 years. There's no time for a bench test. Heat them up. <laughs> do <Don't break. laughs> He gone. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> See, he, he knows what he's doing. That smile. Yep, yep. I think Doug might have been onto something with his rant. <laughs> there is some validity to Doug's rant. That is well, not... Typical no. Egon behavior. That was so a will... shit-eating grin if I've ever seen a shit-eating grin. Yeah. He, but he's I, become self-aware, and it's but that's, not right. My my headcanon is that he's become more comfortable in his role in this found family. He's become accepted in a way that he never has before in his life, and he's opening up a little bit. That's just okay. what I see, man. I don't All know. Right. Right. Except and they my... haven't spent the last five years together. Off and on, you know, the business failed, so they're not seeing each other as much. My other question is, where's Winston? So Winston was not being charged because he was not digging in the street. So I, he was there in support, but he was getting people out in the background. He's, he's concerned about it, people. Why wasn't he digging in the street? Now. Why wasn't he digging in the street? Because they didn't want to pay secondary Ernie. character that they fucked over. Okay, and that's why Ernie Hudson was pissed for a lot of years before he accepted it. I know. You know, I I think I may have told this story before, but when I met Ernie Hudson and I had him sign the Ghostbusters poster, in my excitement to meet this man who was my childhood hero, I almost didn't realize until right before I handed it to him that I'm handing you a poster for a movie that you were in that you were not on and that they did not include your name in the credits yes exactly see as a child i get your enthusiasm but as an adult i'm like man he was marginalized holy yeah and i but i said that to him i was like oh my god man i just i am just realizing that i'm handing you this poster you're not even fucking on it and he he had a conversation with me about it he was like yeah i know and and that rubbed me the wrong way for a really long time and you should have been like here's the poster can you draw you on it (laughs) Yeah, I was I mean, tempted to like, you know, make an Ernie Hudson cutout to put on. <laughs> they did him right in Afterlife, but they did him right in a very fucking heavy-handed way. Yeah. 
They did, yeah. I'm curious to see what they do with this new one now that he's in yeah. like a, in the commanding role mm-hmm. of the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cool. It, it sucks that it took that long and that many yes. years and that that much um, sort of forced realization to yes. say like, man, we really fucked this guy over. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm so excited to see what they you know what he gets to chew on in this movie. It looks like he's sort of yeah. the reason it all works again so that's mm-hmm. pretty that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um because he's like in real life an ambassador <laughs> for this shit like he wears the fucking yeah. suit you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's his thing so oh well <laughs> what did will say i'm not gonna repeat it because he messaged me separately <laughs> oh, oh no private, oh, private message oh jesus <laughs> but yeah uh, you're you're absolutely uh, correct will <laughs> Hey, Will, you're a chicken shit for not putting that in the group. No, he's... Whatever it was, you're a chicken shit. He's just wow. not a drunk dog who wants to get everyone hating him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we saw that the slime that was taken as evidence reacts to the judge's angry outburst and explodes, releasing two ghosts, devastating the courtroom. The Ghostbusters imprison the ghost in exchange for the dismissal of all charges and that they be allowed to resume their ghost-busting business. So that's you know now they're back. We get a montage, which yeah, because Boston makes me feel at. good. Boston does. That was the best part of this Frozen Empire trailer. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but there's a scene where Paul Rudd is like arguing with Carrie Coon's character, like about why you know we're Ghostbusters, and she's like, uh huh. He's like, Boston makes me feel, and she stops and she says, Yes, stop. Makes me feel exactly. good. Makes me feel good. <laughs> um. So later, the slime invites Dan. In, invites invades Dana's apartment and attacks her and Oscar. We get what what is my favorite special effects shot in the movie, which is a a, a reanimated or an animated bathtub that's trying to eat yes. a baby. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. And it's all practical and it's very you know eighties um, feeling. Um, oh, definitely. <laughs> she yeah. You could see you could see like the fucking the wrinkles in the bathtub puppet and shit. Like it's so great. Um she seeks refuge with Peter and the two begin to renew their relationship. They kind of picked up where they left off. Investigating the slime and uh and Vigo's history, the Ghostbusters discover that the slime reacts to emotions and suspect that it's been generated by the negative attitudes of these fucking New Yorkers. Um we have a new or not a new we have another clip and this is um them talking about this slime more really really funny shit um but getting to the again this this slime the MacGuffin of this movie explaining how it works explaining the uh you know the uh, the impact it has in the story so joe if you want to hit that clip we'll give it a listen peter this is an incredible breakthrough i mean what a discovery a psychoreactive substance whatever this stuff is it responds to human emotional states Mood slime. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You mean this stuff actually feeds on bad vibes? Like a cop in a donut factory. We've been running tests to see if we can get an equally strong positive reaction. What kind of test? Well, we sing to it, and uh, we talk to it, and say supportive, nurturing things to it. You're not sleeping with it, are you, right? Quiet ones. You hound. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so 
So for me, for my money, this is the ghost job scene of Ghostbusters yes. Two. Is the yeah. scene where Ray admits to fucking this line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so fun. So as much as you say it's based on a cartoon, I gotta point to stuff like this and be like, yeah, man. But he definitely said he fucked this. Line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Which like a so Bugs perfect. Bunny cartoon where the innu- innuendo is there, but the kids don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It it flew <laughs> over my head for sure. For sure. So did the ghost blowjob, though, in the first one. Yes. Like, it flew over his head, too. <laughs> it, it flew right over it. <laughs> right over it. Um, so, yeah, we get a little bit of information about the slime. The uh, Where were we? Oh, yeah. So they uh, we we're talking about Peter and Dana. He decides to, to try to woo her again, really. They're going to have dinner together. They're going to go on a date. And uh, the next clip comes pretty soon because it's just it's perfect bill murray dialogue like it's just flirting with being creepy enough to be funny without being like disturbing which is what he does really well so uh this is peter and dana discussing the possibility of going on a date so what happened with my apartment well of course the guys spent the whole night there Mm -hmm. they went through all your things your personal stuff uh, they tried on some of your clothes, made some long-distance phone calls, uh, cleaned out the fridge. Did they find anything? They found a little bit of that pink slime. Oh, God. Well, what am I supposed to do now? You are supposed to get dressed and get crazy with me on the streets of Manhattan tonight. Let's I go. Don't think this, this is exactly what you need. I have got you a babysitter. The whole thing's wired. Peter, I don't think we should go out on a date, you know, and I can't leave Oscar in a strange place with a strange person. Strange person? Janine Melnitz from my staff. Janine has experience babysitting. Here. Thank you. I've also brought some things from your apartment. Some wardrobe choices, a couple of provocative ensembles in here. I'll leave it up to you. Okay, but after (laughs) dinner, don't put any of those old cheap moves on me. No, 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 no. It's different. I have all new cheap moves. (laughs) (laughs) That's another line that gets repeated in my house. I have all new cheap moves. So, yeah, uh, it's it's the second chance at love for these two. Um, Now... Now, while they have dinner together, Egon, Ray, and Winston, they go explore the underground river of slime. All right, so there's a scene in here. Um, there's a scene in here that's so, like, horror that it really threw me for a loop, especially, like, as a kid, because uh, it, it's mostly funny stuff, and then there's, out of nowhere, just, like, decapitated heads on spikes with fucking yeah, yes. flesh hanging out of the necks and they're screaming it's like fucking visceral and it's bloody and you're like what the fuck like it was I don't know it's a weird choice but it kind of works but it was very Three Stooges like though yeah yeah it was still silly shit like they like, were still like especially especially Aykroyd <laughs> like, he was very fucking Three Stooges like and I don't know that's another thing that got me yeah exactly <laughs> There, there was one element of that scene where uh, Harold Ramis is screaming into the mouth of one of the heads. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's yes. pretty good. Um, so they get to this river of slime after 
you know, these spooky encounters with these heads and, and a spectral train that runs through Winston. Um, and this, this is really, I'd say Ernie Hudson's first super like physical comedy moment in these movies where he really gets to like do something that's, that's outlandish and, and, you know, this train. Mm -hmm. And I think the funniest part of the scene is when it's over, Egon's like, did you, did you happen to get the number on it? And he's like, <laughs> He's still sort of like just frozen in fear. He's like, ah, missed it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they they get to the river slime and they want to measure the depth with like a plumb bob or something that's attached to uh, <laughs> to Winston's belt. And so he throws it in. He gets pulled into the river, and uh, Ray and Egon jump in after him. They eventually escape back to the surface. And they start arguing and fighting and bickering and shit, but Egon quickly realizes that they're being influenced by this slime, the mood slime. So they and strip also, off their clothes. So either either slime doesn't splash or the special effects budget was for shit. Oh my god, yeah. Just when, when they, they fall in the slime, nothing happens. It's just a blue screen, like they exactly. disappear and there's like a little like white. Oh, it's, it's so bad. So bad. It's so bad. So 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 bad. Um, also, you know, like Just a lot think, of Jurassic Park was three years away from. This. No, you can't bring Jurassic <laughs> Park into this. No, four years. it was four years away from this. <laughs> this is that's, what we got. that's actually that's pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> that's know. a good point. That's true. Um, so, yeah, they're being influenced by the slime. They strip off their clothes, even though they're still covered in the slime. <laughs> they're they're instantly cured. They're like, holy shit, we were going to kill each other. Um, it's it's pretty funny. Well, the they got to get into their old timey jammies for the next bit. <laughs> That's that is the most three stooges thing of all is that they were yeah. wearing fucking like yeah, onesie pajamas, <laughs> like with the butt flap and shit. Butt like, flap, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so the Ghostbusters now are, are armed with all this new information, and they they're really excited about it. So they. They go, they go to where fucking Peter and Dana are having dinner. And this next clip is is them sort of, oh, no, you know what? I skipped. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all fucked up. This was them This was them asking Peter to go with them to, to uh, explore the, uh, the underground tunnel. Okay, I was going to say, uh, you thought you had me all mixed yeah, up for a I'm, second. I'm just throwing you curveballs, baby. <laughs> Pete, it's great that you're here. We've got incredible news. Wait a minute. Can I have one try? All-you-can-eat barbecue rib night at the Sizzler. No, we <laughs> analyzed the photos you took of Vigo. The spectrogram shows a river of slime flowing behind him. Just like the one I saw underground. Now we're going into the subway and sewer system to see if we can trace the source of the flow. Yeah, come on, change your clothes. We'll wait for you. Yeah, Egon thinks it might even be a tremendous breeding surge in the cockroach population. Hi, boys. What's up? Hi. Dana, the guys are going down into the sewer to check for slime stuff, and Egon thinks there may even be a huge surge in cockroach breeding. You want to blow off this dinner thing and go with them? Taxi! Ha! <laughs> Women. Huh? <laughs> and just so you know, so you guys are aware, we are now officially pulled from our live stream. Really? <laughs> I don't know why, but it's happened. It's happened. Oh, it did? Yeah. It's still Funny, playing on mine. 
Because no one's watching. <laughs> oh, mine is still is still playing. I have it. I have it on my screen. Oh, yeah, mine too. It's is still it? playing. Oh. Yeah, still oh, playing yeah. clips and everything. It says this content isn't available right now. Well, really, uh, I'm I'm loaded in a live stream and it's still someone going. else said they're still here. Uh, Tony, oh, so the Tony, I'm assuming it's Tony is still said, here. It just said no one's and Will, watching. Will's I'm here sorry. also. Yeah, no, we're we're still here. Yeah. You guys don't oh. count. Hey, uh, Eric, yeah, guess, Eric, fake, fake news, Eric. The algorithm knows you're regulars and you don't count. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. All right, so um, I, I skipped around the timeline a little bit, but so they get back up, and now they've got all this information. They want to go to the mayor, okay? And the mayor returns from the first movie in a, a beautiful, short, but well-done role. Um, so your complaint doug about this movie retreading the first movie is absolutely correct yes. it's a lot of the same story beats in the first movie they go to the mayor they get arrested in this movie they go to the mayor they get sent to a psychiatric hospital exactly it's Even it the is lines are the same <laughs> yeah it is it is funny that way and it's also funny i like in this movie that a lot of these people were around for the uh events. the first one yeah the events of the first movie and they're yes. just like fucking ghost get the no fuck exactly out of here. exactly yeah. that, oh that that's a trope that drives me fucking nuts it's like again when the craziest supernatural shit happens in a movie mm-hmm. and it's somebody and then the next supernatural thing happens in the movie and one of the people in the movie go I can't believe this is happening. What are you yes. out of your fucking mind? Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. lived through the craziest <laughs> shit ever, and this surprises you? No, that's a, bullshit. There was know? a 200-foot man made of marshmallow exactly. five years ago. He stepped on my fucking car. No, 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 no. You're not allowed. <laughs> I like, I like though, that they really lean into that in this franchise. Like, even in Afterlife, the kids yeah. are like, the fuck, who? The Ghostbusters. Like, right. And this, you know... Paul Rudd's character is like, you haven't heard of this shit? And he, he shows him a YouTube video. He's like, look, exactly. man. And, you know, the exact opposite of that is something like The Walking Dead, where oh, they're yeah, in yeah. the zombie apocalypse, but no one knows what, <laughs> like, they don't know what to do because in their universe, that doesn't fucking exist. Yeah. This is the first yeah. time anybody's ever heard. Like, if, if the zombie apocalypse happened to us, we would know what to do. But in that universe, they don't know what to fuck to do. So that people are dying left and right. So it's the opposite of what happens in these other movies like this. You know, it's That's like true. I never I never really thought about that. But yeah, it's like there's no fucking Dawn of the Dead. Like you guys have no point of reference no, for exactly. this shit at all. In yeah. that universe, that doesn't exist. So it's like, what the fuck do I do? These dead come to life. I'm fucked, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, anyway. That's funny. Um, so yes, the Ghostbusters go to the mayor with their suspicions, but they're dismissed. And uh, the mayor's assistant, Jack Hardmeyer, has them committed to a psychiatric hospital to protect the mayor's interests as he runs for governor. Joe, this next clip is your mayor stuff. This guy does a really good job with this role. I think you're going to like what he does, because if you liked him in the first movie, you'll like him in this. Lenny! Big man! <laughs> Ghostbusters. Mr. Mayor? What is this? A slumber party? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. I don't want to hear anything about it. You've got two minutes. Make it good. Uh, Well, uh, first of all, Mr. Mayor, it's a great pleasure to see you again. And we'd just like to say that almost 50% of us voted for you in the last election. I appreciate that. (laughs) Just sorry we have to always meet. That means one of them. (laughs) Yep. Mr. Mayor, we're here tonight 
because a psychomagnetheric slime flow of immense proportions is building up beneath the city. Psycho what? Psychomagnetheric. Big word. Big word. Negative human emotions are materializing in the form of a viscous psychoreactive plasm with explosive supernormal potential. Does anybody speak English here? Uh, yeah, you, you, Your Honor. See, what we're trying to tell you is like all the bad feelings, I mean, all the hate, the anger, and violence of this city is turning into this sludge. Now, I didn't believe it at first either, but we just went for a swim in it, and we ended uh, up almost killing each other. This is insane. I mean, do we really have to listen to this? Can't you stop your lips from flapping for two little minutes? <laughs> Lenny, have you been out on the street lately? Do you know how weird it is out there? We've taken our own headcount. There seem to be three million completely miserable assholes living in the tri-state area. Oh, please. I beg your pardon, three million and one. Hey, get him. What Fudgy Brain here doesn't realize is that if we don't do something fast, this whole place is gonna blow like a frog on a hot plate. Yeah, right. What am I supposed to do? Go on television and tell 10 million people they have to be nice to each other? Being miserable and treating other people like dirt is every New Yorker's God-given <laughs> right. 100%. Your two minutes are up. Good night, gentlemen. You're making a big mistake, Mr. Mayor. It's a very newsworthy mistake. No, the Times is going to be interested in this. <laughs> but there isn't a person on the planet will, who will react and help somebody in need faster than the New Yorker. So this when is they're right. done helping you, they'll tell you to go fuck yourself. This is what they I was going to talk to you. They will help you faster than anybody on the fucking planet, and I will go to my grave fucking fighting that. Okay, but see, now now we've landed on the same page, you and I, because I was going to talk to you about this. Okay. Although this movie is about angry New Yorkers being the cause for all of this destruction, they all redeem themselves in the end. And yep. and, and what, what gets lobbed at this movie is that it's lubby-dubby and that it's that it's like, a feel-good ending but for me all right and this might sound a little silly it perfectly encapsulates the spirit of new york in that yes. yes you are going to encounter a lot of assholes but they're there for each other in a way that's not the norm exactly. outside of new york this movie and, and elf are and two elf, movies yeah. that show the true nature of new yorkers in the end they sing and they get that fucking sleigh back up in the air Yes. Okay, yes. because they all unite. And again, at the end of it, when Santa's in the air, they'll tell each other to go fuck themselves. Mm -hmm. But that's New York at its that's core. New York. I, feel, I feel like this is a really great New York movie. So, so me and Will have the same question here. Do frogs explode when you put them on a hot plate? Like, what the hell? Is From experience, yes. Well, he said, like, they're going to blow like a frog on a hot plate. I'm not saying anymore. I'm just saying from experience, yes. Like, well, how is the science this? I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know if you give them Alka-Seltzer, they'll explode. <laughs> now, this is weird from the live stream, though, because, yes, everything is still broadcasting, but nothing Will is saying is showing up in the live feed. Oh, yeah, uh, it is. At least mine, anyway. See, I, just put, I, I just put it on the screen. No, I understand. That's what I'm saying. But none of that's showing up on my live feed right now. Oh. It's just it's just doing what it wants to, man. It's got the slime on it, and you just gotta let it do its thing, man. It's like a dancing toaster and shit. Yes. Um. So we oh, uh, no, we're, this isn't live anymore. <laughs> mine mine is still playing, and, and apparently Will and Tony are still here. <laughs> it's definitely it, no. I, anyway, it, this doesn't matter. Nah, it's fine. Um. So we uh. We have the Ghostbusters now being committed to a psychiatric hospital to protect the mayor. 
Meanwhile, a spirit resembling Janusz in the form of a nanny kidnaps Oscar from Peter's apartment, and Dana pursues them to the museum alone. And that After- little baby standing up. Oh, my on. God. That fake-ass baby. I love it so Come much. On. Standing up. It is. Like, it is. It is embarrassing that shot. What green screen motherfucker was standing behind that, laying behind that baby, <laughs> holding it up? They didn't even have the green screens here. There was still the blue screens. They're like, I yeah, know, just, that's just true. try not to move. Try not true, to move. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the baby gets kidnapped. Um, we, I'm, I'm skipping over some stuff. Like, obviously, we get our uh, Janine and Lewis love story. Yeah, you know. She babysits and he offers to hang out with her there. And um, you know, it's it's uh it's fucking it's pretty funny, man. Like she's so sexually aggressive and he's not, and it's yep. just good stuff. It's good comedy. Oh yeah, and then their hairs um, are all messed up. Yeah, they do the the fucking the same bit from the first movie with his hair all fucked up and yep. he knocks over like a like a piece of furniture. It's like, I don't know what happened. We were just watching a movie and then all of a sudden things got out of hand. And, you know, know like just, she she Janine was more, Annie Potts was more her uh, pretty and pink character than she was. She's a little, in this little more. She's a little yeah. way more aggressive in this movie. A, a little way more, yeah. You know, the, uh, that was a great moment though when she was like, uh, "I'd like to have children someday." Would you? And then she puts her leg. <laughs> I know exactly. And he's like tonight. <laughs> well, when she's playing with a snow globe, she's got her yeah. legs split open, and she's playing with a snow globe. Yeah, that was yo. Like, Whoa. That was a wild fucking scene. It was. Dude. That was aggressive. I, I was like, did to put a magnifying glass on fucking Janine's puss? Like I was like <laughs> I five <know>. years old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Um, so baby gets kidnapped and uh Dana rushes back to the museum alone to go after Oscar. After she enters, the museum is covered with a barrier of impenetrable pink slime. Um, much like the socks in my bedroom when I was an adolescent. <laughs> it was pink. <laughs> yeah. You do it too many times, man. Watch. It starts to you start to get some That's blood. True. There, I guess yeah, it builds I guess up. So. <laughs> too aggressive. If you wait a um, week or two, it turns yellow. Whoa! Oh, oh too oh, far. It smells too. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> Next clip I have is my favorite bit of Janusz. Oh, it's great. Um, I just love this shit so much. This is like, like it's just my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so, his comedic timing is is pretty fucking. Good. I, I swear, Sasha Baron Cohen stole stole Borat from him. <laughs> like, it's possible. I await the word of Vigo. Hi, Vigo, the scourge of Carpathia. No, you told me this, the scourge. The sorrow of Moldavia. Sorrows, I've heard all of this. Yes. Command. <laughs> Command. The season of evil begins with the birth of the new year. Good. Bring me the child that I might live again. Lord Vigo, <laughs> I was wondering, uh, this woman Bailey is fine and strong. Now, if I was to uh, bring that baby, could I have that woman? That woman? 
for wine. So be it. On this day of darkness, she will be ours. Wife to you and mother to me. Yes! It's very nice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> See, for me, in that scene, like he has this such an ambiguous accent. It's very what we do in the shadows, where he's like, uh, "Could I yes. have a dead woman?" That you too, know, yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit. <sighs> so yes, he does what he needs to do. He turns into the witch from fucking Wizard of Oz or whatever, and, and flies up to the apartment. Um, it's awesome. So. I'm just curious. Have you read the history of fucking the guy who plays Vigo? The history? Wilhelm von Hamburg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, like, I mean, he was he was one of the fucking foot soldiers in Die Hard. He's um, he, he was, was a weird... wrestler and a boxer. Yeah, like yeah. he did. His life was. I would love to have lived this guy's <laughs> life, man. You know, except for the whole dying thing of some disease in 2006. But um, he was a very interesting character. And he was yeah. a lot of different things that you you, you didn't think about, you know. Yeah, Isn't he that was, nice? He was a out of left field choice for a Ghostbusters movie. But it yeah. works. You know, it works yeah, pretty well. Definitely. He, he does definitely. his thing. Um, so New Year's Eve sees a sudden increase of supernatural activity as the slime rises from the subway line and onto the city streets, causing widespread paranormal activity with ghosts attacking citizens um in response the mayor he wants the fucking ghostbusters there's ghosts of course he does suddenly he wants the ghostbusters where those guys go yeah uh we find out that hardmeyer or the mayor finds out that hardmeyer had them committed so he fires them and has the ghostbusters released after heading to the museum uh, <laughs> they're unable to breach the power of the slime berry with their proton packs. This next clip is important for two reasons. One, it has the Bobby Brown theme song <laughs> in it. They run into fucking Bobby Brown and yes. he asks them for a proton pack. <laughs> I know. What is it? My nephew wants one? It's for his nephew. Yeah, yeah, he always wanted one of those. And two, we get an, another lovely little nugget of Bill Murray dialogue that I just fucking adore. Somebody get me the Ghostbusters. And they took the baby, put it in a carriage, and then left it painted away. What did Dana do? Where'd she go? I don't know. She said she was going to the museum to get the baby back. And then there was an eclipse, and the whole town went dark, and everybody's nuts. It all fits. Vigo wants it on the 21st century. He needs a human body to inhabit. Little Oscar must be it. And I bet we're the only ones who can do anything about it. Right? You bet we are. <laughs> For hire. <laughs> It looks like a giant jello mold. I hate jello. Oh, come on, there's always room for jello. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love Ghostbusters, man. Because no matter what kind of silly bullshit they have going on in the story, there's dialogue like that. Like, that's yes. just so good. So good. 
So something interesting in that, they, there was some, they were very fucking, they had a lot of forethought because Ray, he says, so Vigo wants in on the 21st century. That was 11 years before the year 2000. Ooh, so who, yeah. they weren't even thinking of the 21st century, but you know, at least I wasn't as a guy in 1989. I'm just saying, but he's like, he wants Vigo wants in on the 21st century. Like, that's pretty cool. That feels like a very Dan Aykroyd thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. That, that, that maybe he changed that. Who knows? But I thought that was interesting. He had to be like such a pain in the ass to work. with. Oh, dude, dude. He's the guy that you want to strangle. You want him at yeah. a party because he's fun, but you want yeah. to strangle him too because he won't shut the fuck up. I noticed on this page, it says 20th century. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, like fucking God damn. Exactly. Fine. Dude. Yet just... the motherfucker still scored Donna Dixon. <laughs> oh, how how okay that was one of the great mysteries of my youth was how the fuck did this guy get donna dixon bosom buddies guys, donna dixon <laughs> okay yep and like dan Aykroyd is funny but he's also deadly serious about all this paranormal shit oh, so he you... is he's like yeah. he's a lunatic in real life he's oh, an yeah. absolute certifiable lunatic in real life totally totally I really would love, I've never met him, and I think the only way that I can is to go to one of these fucking liquor store signings he does with his <laughs> yeah. stupid vodka. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you got to shell out like $75 for this dumb skull-shaped skull bottle. Liquor. <laughs> but I get to meet Dan Aykroyd. That's a fair trade. It's, fu I gotta, it's funny because we, you know, my daughter lives in Boston. She has a roommate, and um, we, we, go to the, we go to her apartment one day, and my son, Dan, he looks over on the shelf and there's like the liquor shelf, right? And he goes, holy shit, that's Dan Aykroyd's vodka. <laughs> and it is. So it just, I guess the roommate bought the fucking skull and it's there on the shelf with vodka. It's, it's like, like right. what's fun? It's like pseudoscience vodka. Like yes. it's the funniest thing in the world. He's like, you know, there's vodka. We, uh, we run it through crystals and I don't know. It's really good. Hey, all right, Dan. Whatever, whatever you say, buddy. It's so true. Ah, uh, um. So, the, <laughs> we we have this barrier of impenetrable slime. We see all the ghost attack in the city. The ghost stuff, like the special effects, they kind of look the same as they did in the first movie with the stop motion animation. Yeah, sort of the whole scene, or, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the same fucking. Except for the mink stole. That was the fucking best. That was pretty good. And apparently that was, that was supposed to be in the first movie. They cut it out. They oh, brought it back I to the know. second movie. Okay. But That's that, great... I loved the fucking Mixtol running away, trying to nip everybody's ankles. That was the fucking best. That's a good gag, dude. I yes. like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's that's the kind of stuff that I feel like was inspired by the cartoon because there was a lot of that, like, things coming to life. Like, one of the toys from that real Ghostbusters toy line was, like, a toilet that you open the lid and there was a mouth inside, you know? Oh, like, Jesus. I love that shit. So Yeah, now yeah. you can only find that in Louis C.K.'s apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Get him. Uh, you know, I got reminded really quickly, another non-sequitur, <laughs> of how on point Louis C.K. was in his actual show at one point, his character being interviewed by a newswoman, and all he talks about is the fact that he masturbates. Oh, like, yeah. So I masturbate. So what? Oh no. Okay. 
I'm going to go home and masturbate to you tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. So he let it all out before it actually came out. He, he constantly talked shot. about how shitty of a person he was. Yes, exactly. I, I always find it the, funny when people talk about how shitty they are and then they do something shitty. I know. And then like, <laughs> but I will, you're surprised? I will say the Louis C.K. show, Louis, still one of the funniest shows. It really was great. Ever. Ever, no, ever, was... ever on television. He's one of the funniest humans to walk the planet. I fucking hate that I can't like him anymore. I fucking hate it. Yeah, because it's it's also it's such a fucking contradiction. Because on the one hand, the whole comedian thing is like we're not we don't actually believe the things we're saying up there. Right. Exactly. Like, stop being so fucking mad at but us. But with and him, it was all the truth. With him, it was, it was like, all the no. I actually, truth. yeah, I actually do jerk off. Yeah, plant, exactly. Plants in front of me. Sorry, I just I got derailed us again. No, you're good. Uh, it's all good. Uh, so, um, <laughs> the Ghostbusters are released, get to the museum, but they can't breach the power of the slime barrier with the proton packs. It just doesn't work. Yeah. And like true New Yorkers, the crowd immediately turns on them. They're like the Yankees. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's also another another example of what special effects budget, because they shot the scene with them holding the proton pack rifles below the fucking shot so they didn't have to superimpose no. the actual streams coming from the from the Correct. proton packs and it was it was really badly done because when ray stops and he's all right all right all right it's yeah. not working Save it him. was so fucking lame i'm like yeah. oh you dudes you fucking shorted us again you you caught that's a that's a good catch man like that's yeah. one of those moments where you're like oh shit they were really trying to save some money towards the yes. end of the shoot here yep um so they they have this sort of beautiful moment where they realize that w- what they have at their disposal is not strong enough. They need a symbol. They need some powerful symbol of positivity to rally the citizens of New York and to weaken this line. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> it, it's yeah. very, it's very like, um, it's the word I'm looking for. This is the corniest moment in this entire movie. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. the, yep. the the score behind it, the yeah. acting, the realization, it's very hallmark. And you know something? If the Statue of Liberty came to life, she'd have to jump so far down from that fucking pedestal oh, she'd yeah. break her legs. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't she'd work. Break her copper fucking legs. That was bullshit. Just uh, calling bullshit on the fake Statue of Liberty <laughs> jumping off the pedestal, okay? Just laying it out. She's there. tough, man. She's a harbor chick. So. Look, but so. I'm just saying, too many people put her on a pedestal. That's it. Joe, I'll be here all week. This fucking next clip for me. You know, I just can't believe things have gotten so bad in the city that there's no way back. I mean, sure, it's dirty, it's crowded, it's polluted, it's noisy, and there's people all around who just as soon step on your face as look at you. Yep. But come on. (laughs) There gotta be a few sparks of sweet humanity left in this burned-out burg. We just have to figure out a way to mobilize it. He's right. We need something that everyone in this town can get behind. We need... (laughs) A symbol. There's another little shit. Something that appeals to the best in each and every one of us. Something good. Something decent. Something pure. Best New York license plates ever. Yeah.
you don't go to the movie, they won't make the movie. <laughs> Whether she's naked under that toga, she's French. You know that. <laughs> I love the, the confidence with that he delivers that line. She, you yes. know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good shit. Well, is it? I don't know. I like I like the end of that scene, Cap. There, it's funny. Um, so this is where the movie tries to recreate the magic of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, which was one of the greatest practical effects in all of cinema because yep. it was just a guy in a fucking foam suit. But the way they shot it, it's so convincing. It looks really, really good. This does not look. Good. No. <laughs> um, they. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so what they've decided their plan is going to be with the Statue of Liberty is they're going to cover it in this powerful mood slime which they've they've made these like slime blowers they call them and uh, once they've uh, don't do it, <laughs> don't do it. She is French. I got you a slime blower she is French <laughs> I got you big slime blower right here yeah I'm blowing um, full of slime they they cover her in slime, Joe. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's positively charged mood slime. You got to remember. Yes. It's not, not the bad stuff. So this, this I stuff like my that, mood slime to be positively charged also. This well, this slime is the is slime that. Had sex. Yeah, this is the stuff that Ray was fucking. <laughs> like, it's it's ready to go. They They play a remix of the song Higher and Higher. To animate the Statue of Liberty and pilot it through the streets of Manhattan um, using a Nintendo controller. <laughs> exactly. And it no is... one, and I mean no one, is alarmed by this. No. People are just like, just like, yes. People yes, suddenly man. remember that there was a fucking 100-foot-tall marshmallow man back in 1984. Yeah, yeah. It is an absurd fucking series of events yes um so the the statue of liberty's fucking rocking it through the streets of of manhattan and people cheering and you know feeling good about being new yorkers um there is a funny moment where they talk about like the structural integrity of this old fucking statue <laughs> <laughs> like just gonna get rattled apart and uh Egan goes i don't think they make nikes in her size ray like <laughs> Um, so as they arrive at the museum, the slime begins to recede, and they use the statue's torch to break through the museum's ceiling. What are they to... singing? What are the New Yorkers singing? I couldn't fucking hear it. Is it New York, New York? No, no. What um, is it? It's Auld Lang Syne. Oh, because it's, it's New Year's. Eve. New Year's okay, yeah. never mind. Makes total sense. Yeah. I just, I just couldn't hear it. Okay. So they. They break through the museum ceiling and they've rappelled down in heroic fashion. Um, it's it's a cool moment, you know. They come. It, it's really all about Venkman in that moment coming to save the day, save Oscar, and all that good stuff. So, uh, Janusz is neutralized with the Ray fucked slime, um, <laughs> but Vigo Vigo immobilizes the Ghostbusters with his powers as he attempts to transfer into Oscar's body. Joe, if you want to hit this next clip, this is Vigo attacking our boys. Um, again, like, if you listen to the lyrics of the Bobby Brown song, it, it clearly states, you don't want to mess with my boys. Yep. You know, want to want to battle my boys? That's not legal. Oh, we, oh, yo. 
So this next clip is Vigo attacking, and it's more great uh -oh. dialogue. Hold it right there, deadhead! <laughs> you want a baby? Go ahead and knock up some willing hellhound. Otherwise, I'm giving you three to get back in that painting where you belong. One. Two. Egon. Three. <laughs> you got him. You got him. Oh, that was really stupid. <laughs> Ray, can you move? No. Are you okay? No. Bankman, how are you? I'm fine. <laughs> no. So fast, Vigo. Hey, Vigo. Yeah, you, the bimbo with the baby. And anybody tell you the big shoulder look is out? You know, I have met some dumb blondes in my life, but you take the taco, pal. <laughs> Only a Carpathian would come back to life now and choose New York. <laughs> Tasty pick, bonehead. If you had brain one in that huge melon on top of your neck, you would be living the sweet life out in Southern California's beautiful San Fernando Valley. <laughs> oh, darn. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bill Murray. Holy shit. Yep. That's another line too that I just love to uh, to carry with me in my life. In Southern <laughs> California's beautiful San Fernando Valley. Ah. So Vigo seems to have the upper hand in this moment. But as we mentioned before, the crowd outside in a very The Grinch Who Stole Christmas moment begins to sing a chorus of Auld Lang Syne. And it weakens Vigo, returning him to the painting and freeing the Ghostbusters from his supernatural grip. Uh, Vigo, now a kind of grotesque horned beast, momentarily possesses Ray, and the other Ghostbusters attack him with a combination of proton streams and positively charged mood slime. Dressed in full Ghostbusters attire, by the way, is Lewis. Side missions going on this whole time. He's in he's in fucking one of Egon's uniforms. <laughs> There's a great scene where uh, he's getting zipped up and he's just like feeling himself. He's like, I was yeah. born to wear this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you look great in this. I was born to wear this stuff. And he's he's running out of the firehouse with the pack on. He's like, boy, this equipment is heavy. And he gets to the bus stop and the bus is being driven by Slimer. And it's very cartoon to agree yep. with, with Doug's assessment. Yep. Slimer's got on the little driver's cap and he opens the door and beckons for him to come in and Lewis is kind of like, you know, oh, it's you, you. You again or something, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you had your license. Yeah. <laughs> That's the gag. That was for kids. A hundred percent. Yep. Because 
part of the strength of that cartoon was bringing Slimer in as like a secondary character that was more of a pet and less of a like a menace. So yeah, I agree with you. That was that was absolutely cartoon influence. Uh, but he does show up on the scene at that moment when the crowd is singing, and he's like, "You Ghostbuster, let me through!" And he fucking he pulls the wand out and he starts shooting at the thing at the same moment that all of all of the uh, Ghostbusters inside are defeating Vigo. Vigo's head explodes in the painting, and the slime surrounding the building explodes and and lifts up. And Lewis, of course, thinks he did it, and so does the crowd outside. They're all like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, this guy's." <laughs> He did it. Um, cool moment for Lewis Tully. Um, so now this is, uh, yeah, Vigo's destroyed. The painting changes to a likeness of the four Ghostbusters standing protectively around Oscar in, in a Renaissance style. Another great Bill Murray line. They're trying to figure out the art style. He's like, I believe it was a fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Ghostbusters receive a standing ovation from the New York crowd. Um, somehow the, the Statue of Liberty gets back yes. to where it was. Doesn't make any sense. Um, and they get a key to the city from the mayor over the credits, which we're going to listen to now because it's got the music and we need the music. You all right? Spread out, Shorty. I love you guys. <laughs> I love all you guys. Wait, wait. Okay. And I love Venkman. Uh -huh. yeah. Wow. You really gotta live with this? Real friendship. Yeah. They will come from behind. Hey. <laughs> Sir, are you all right? Why am I drippings with goo? You had a violent, prolonged, transformative psychic episode. <laughs> Sorry we had to hose you there, but you were kind of out of control. Hey, man, let me tell you something. I love you. Yes? Yeah. Well, I love you, too. <laughs> right. Wow. Hey, fellas, you want to take a look at this? Early Renaissance, I think. Raphael or Piero della Francesca? Huh? No, I believe it's one of the fettuccines. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Ghostbusters 2. We did it. Yeah. We fucking did it. Yep. Was this Ghostbusters as part two or Ghostbusters also? Oh, what'd you say? Oh, no. Oh, Joe. Oh, oh, there's Joe. No, I was trying to switch the clip and I hit my, I took me myself off stage. No, I said, is this, nice. is this Ghostbusters part two or Ghostbusters also? <laughs> <laughs> This is actually yeah. uh, Ghostbusters as well. You know? ah. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we did option. it, man. 
we hit the end of the movie there's only one thing left for us well there's a few things left for us to do but there's one major thing left for us to do yeah there is I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, Rent the classic! Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? Yeah. Are we're you? gonna decide if we were entertained. And uh, so, if you're new to the show, this is where we rate the movie on a scale of uh, whatever we want, but usually from zero to five, give or take, decimal points accepted, all that good stuff. Um, we're gonna start with Joe. Joe. Uh-huh. Give me, give me your take on Ghostbusters 2. Well, I, I had fun with this movie. Um, you know, it I, I, I gave me some stuff I wanted. Got some slime, got some nerd sex, got some, uh, you know, other shit. <laughs> I mean, the, the nerd sex and the slime really <laughs> were the driver homers. Um, you know, got some good jokes. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean... It's still not going to break my top 10 movies, but I I did not dislike it in any way. Um, I think I will give this like a 3.9. Nice. I like it. I like it very much, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'm good on this one. I'm on Team Joe this week. This yeah. Is, <laughs> a new sensation. I like this. Hell like yeah. This. And, and I've been making good jokes all night. <laughs> Yeah, you're just yes. killing it. All right, Doug, we've come to the point in the episode where you have to uh, just fucking lay it all out there, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I think I, again, I think it's me couldn't help but lay out some of my fucking problems with this movie already. But uh, I was, when this came out, I was offended. I there's no other way to put it. I was I was offended, and everybody I know who loved Ghostbusters was offended by this. So, and and again, I hadn't seen this. It's got to be thirty years yeah. since I saw this. It's got to be the nineties since the last time I watched this movie. Probably when it came out on VHS <laughs> is the last time I saw it. So I've seen it twice. Whereas Ghostbusters, I've seen an infinite number of times. That's yeah. how much I dislike this movie. That said, rewatching it today. A lot of the jokes are on point. I mean, again, I I laughed out loud numerous times during this, mostly because of uh, of Bill Murray, but even the just the like Aykroyd's his childlike telling of jokes is one of my favorite things ever, and just yeah. the way he, he can he can lay a joke out just like an innocent person. I love it, and and there was a lot of that too, but. 
overall, I, again, I, and, and I didn't, re- I said it before, but I didn't realize that, you know, a lot of this movie was written because of the cartoon and I never had experience with the cartoon because it was way past, it was way past that. So I understand why this shit happened, but I still don't like it. So like for me, it's still in the threes, but it's low threes. It's like a 3.2 for me. Okay. I can't do any better than that. That's a, that's a pretty balanced and fair, yeah. you know, given yeah, these strong I, feelings about it. I also I got, realized, um, yeah, because Doug always says movies offended him. That's like the old person version of I'm triggered. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You're 100% right. That's a good way to put it. You're absolutely yeah. right. I was back in 1989. I was triggered by this. That's movie. the boomer version of triggered. Like, I can't stand yeah, a millennial say triggered. It's offended by. <laughs> I was offended by it. You're right. Joe, you nailed it. You bridged the gap and I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, again, there's, there's a lot to like about it, but there's just as much for me to not flat out just not like about it. So that's where I am. Gotcha. 3.2. Yep. All right. I'll say, um, I think what I dig about Ghostbusters 2 is it is, for all its problems, it's cool that it's very meta. Like, it's very self-aware that it's a sequel Mm -hmm. of the most popular thing ever. Like, to have the movie open with these guys. Well, it's not a sequel of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the second most popular. That was Doug. (laughs) Yeah, that was Doug. (laughs) to have the movie open the way it did where like they're trying to keep the brand alive and it's failing i thought that was an interesting choice like i you know because it sort of represented what was actually happening with the movie franchise itself right um so yeah it's it's just weirdly meta and self-referential i think it's really funny and i i agree that like some of the jokes hit harder for me in this movie than even in the first one um it does have its problems like it does retread a lot of the ghostbusters one water um but i don't mind that very much because so did uh ghostbusters afterlife and i love that movie and i probably love the next one and they'll probably all do the and, same fucking and the thing. superior ghostbusters oh that's right i mean yes the you know the all-female reboot of ghostbusters did yeah. retread a lot of the ground too although i to, to be fair to that movie they struck out on their own in some pretty original ways, which is uh, a lot of white people didn't like it. So I couldn't tell I you. Know. You still haven't seen it? No, I, I got 10 minutes in and had to turn it off. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because Doug doesn't yeah, like women. Yeah, it's. Yes, the, I, I'm uh, the guy. Yeah. I'm the reason. I'm 100% I'm, why. I'm, Doug hates I'm women. The explanation is the he why doesn't think women well. deserve to have equal anything. I invented the incel. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. Uh, Cut that part out. Cut it all out. (laughs) But yeah, so Ghostbusters 2 is never, ever, ever, ever going to be as good as Ghostbusters 1. It's a fucking almost impossible task, but I still think it's pretty good. So that is why I'm giving it a 4.0 out of 5. Yeah, we were pretty close to this tonight, Eric. Yeah, you yes. and me, man. We're we're fucking we're riding the same wave together, buddy. This is weird and exciting territory. I don't know how I feel about it, but we're on this ride together. I like Will's comment. What did Will say? I can't see it. It says <laughs> Doug, get in the kitchen, Chris. 
That's pretty. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Who? Who? Which wrestler is it that says "Know Your Role"? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's The Rock or if it's uh, uh, Stone Cold. I don't know. know the Ro- well, The Rock's, you know what The Rock's cooking. I mean, the Rock's, do you yes, smell? Yes, I know that, but somebody yeah. says know your role. Anyway. So Doug would say, do you smell what the women are cooking? Because <laughs> that's yes. where they belong. Yeah, that's kitchen. definitely me because my, my daughter would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh-huh. fuck, man, that was fun. Uh, Ghostbusters yes. 2, if you've never seen it, check it out. Make sure you watch Ghostbusters 1 first so that you have something to compare it to and and judge it against. Um, yeah, man. Fucking hey, We got some people to thank. Yeah, let's start with that. Mo, mo, mo. If you're injured on the go, just mo, call mo, mo. mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. mo. Uh, if you live in a haunted house, we have some paranormal stuff happening. Who are you gonna call? Most musters. Most yeah. musters. Exactly. You should make that for him. I really should. Yeah, that's a good idea. Most, most, but we make a picture of him all. like as the ghost in the logo, and then mm-hmm. like Mo, then like space S bus, ST busters. That's it right there, folks. You just. Yep auditorily listen to magic happen i don't know if you know that <laughs> i don't know why i turned into donald trump i don't know if you know that we have the best ideas um yes just call mo.com check out the website check out the merch section go to an orlando solar bears game and see mo drop the puck look for the fucking mo mo mobile is that what we're calling it no that's terrible the mobile i like the yes I like the um, shirts that Sam and Trav had, the Mo-mania. <laughs> they were like Mo-mania. the Hulk-mania. Yeah. Uh, yeah, JustGoldMo.com. We also have some other people to thank. Yeah. We do. These fine folks, we love them. We embrace them. We hug them. These are our uh, Patreon members. They give us money every month to keep these lights on because this shit ain't free. It might not cost a lot, but it ain't free. So uh, we really appreciate their contribution every month. So these are our Patreon members. We are going to give them a shout out. We're going to start off with founding member. How to Christ. I yelled that because she's in the uh, next room. and She can hear me. <laughs> oh, I hope she comes running in like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, I know. Is everything okay? Yes. Her, her and Erica are watching the latest uh, uh, catching the latest uh, Hunger Games movie, whichever one that is called. Oh. They're in there watching that. So, um. Erica's probably sleeping already because she's still on Sweden time. She's six hours ahead, so she's probably sleeping. Next, Mr. Peter Bianco from the Tone Jerks podcast, the Second Button podcast, and the Off the Rails podcast, Brian Gower, our frequently commenting co-host of the Just Surprise Me podcast tonight, Mr. Will Lehu. He's also of the Sharing Maps podcast. Please check that out. From the Signal Path podcast, the Texas State Boggle Chimes podcast, podcast and the texas i stand for podcast also a frequent commenting contributor to this live cast mr tony DeGraw from the great state of tennessee mr michael mcveigh we've also got my fellow las vegas cohort mr michael van zandt and last but definitely not least mr you direction thank you misdirection visit patreon.com slash m-o-t-c-u to support the show you cheapskate Yeah.
I like Will's latest comment. He said, I'm only here because it's technically my live. This shit got pulled forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give up. He stuck I, with us. I think yeah. Tony might still be here, too. Tommy. Tommy's still here? Holy shit. I mean, excellent. I, I, I would guess so. I hope so. And so I don't know. Again, my, my live feed I'm looking at shows nobody, but yeah, that's it was wrong. It was the Bobby Brown, man. Like you can't play a hit song like that and expect to be fucking still streaming live on Facebook. And I love I, I love his appearance in this movie because that was young fit Bobby Brown and not old doughy Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Brown that was still having motherfucker right now. Flat yeah. top with the cool design. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. That was Bobby what, taking what a trip to Houston before he was what did he start with? What was this What's up? The group? What group was Bobby Bryan in before he went solo? What, what's the name of the group? Oh God! Was he uh, in a group or am I? No, he no, he was in a group. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! What the fuck? Oh, I'm um, sorry. I thought you guys would know. It wasn't I, a. Oh my God! It's what it's, not poison. It's, it's, not, it's not new edition, is it? New edition. New edition. It is new. It edition. was. Yeah. Look, I yeah. got that answer, and you fuckers didn't have it. Jesus. God damn. Well, you were there, man. Well. Yeah. You yeah. were there anyway. So was, yeah. I, I didn't know from any I I just had the fucking single I didn't know no I know. new edition man. Oh, Tony is yep. still here and Tony said limited edition <laughs> oh it's limited edition it's not new edition no it's new, new edition edition see it's new edition yeah. new edition yeah hey before we go um in live terms the Super Bowl's tomorrow it'll have occurred yeah when we drop this episode what's everybody's prediction that fuck this football game. I just want to see the Deadpool Wolverine. That's trailer. all I really care about, too. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Excellent to point. To be fair. Excellent point. You're right. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, my prediction is the halftime show will not go as planned, and Taylor Swift will just come outside and, and sing. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's going to jump up on stage and pull a, a reverse Kanye. <laughs> she's going to propose to Travis Kelsey and make him take her last name. <laughs> <laughs> see i i feel like the chiefs are not going to win the super bowl and a bunch of like really wounded like angry taylor swift fans are going to go on social media and and be in tears and be crying because there's going to be shots of like a disappointed taylor swift and and uh travis kelsey that's what i, I think love is gonna it happen. look i'm not gonna yeah. lie i really want san francisco to win only for the sole fact that Currently, New England has the uh, six Super Bowl wins, and they're alone, whereas San Francisco has five. So if they do that, New England can no longer say they are alone the yeah, most winning team. As much as I hate New England, they're not even the same universe as the Patriots. It doesn't count. They they won their, their first Super Bowls six million years ago. Even <laughs> I was too – I mean, I, rem, I don't remember them, but I, at least I was alive. But they don't fucking no. count. That doesn't count for shit. Okay. Yeah, if, you, if you win your Super Bowl, Montana, they were still wearing Jerry fucking – leather helmets it doesn't count dude no i exactly and and no and, and and these fucking idiots that are actually trying to talk about mahomes being in the same category as brady are you out of your fucking mind and again this is from a guy who hates the patriots and hates the fans and hates brady but they're not it's not even in the same universe to be able to say that about patrick mahomes please <clears throat> Uh, anyway. I don't know. I think when it's all said and done, Mahomes will end up with more, more hardware. And he and he, and he still won't. He still won't be in the same universe as Brady. 
I'm sorry. And who, and I'll say this now is an old fucking yell at the clouds fart. Brady's not in the same universe as Joe Montana. Cause yeah. that Ooh. motherfucker, if I was going to start a, a Super Bowl winning team, Joe Montana's my quarterback before Brady and every day of the week. Statistically, every none of them are in the category of Dan Marino who did no, 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 no. all of this. Joe, the guy never fucking won a Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. He's irrelevant in this conversation. Irrelevant. Super Bowl is a team. It's a team achievement. Nope. He's irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. A Super Bowl is a, Super a team Bowl. achievement. He's more famous for being in fucking Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Oh, football. I, I, okay. um, when I was watching the uh, the Hard Knocks with the Dolphins, they were doing yeah. the Christmas episode and they were all giving Christmas presents to each other. Dan Marino gave isotoners to everyone on the team, and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he, he just went up one notch. In my yeah, that's pretty that's good. Great. It was the best anyway, thing ever when his Christmas Eve was isotoners. We could go on forever. I just figured I'd roll it out there. I am rooting so hard for the fucking 49ers, but I don't know that that's going to yeah. be good. Yeah, I want the 49ers to win. Uh, yeah. Fuck they are the underdog, right? So fucking let's go. Yes. I don't know if I'd call anyway. them an underdog necessarily, but. Well, you know. I guess I think I guess. Purdy's going to surprise people. I think McCaffrey's going to because McCaffrey's got yeah. a, the biggest chip on his shoulder, shoulder of anybody in football right now because he gets shit on all the time and he's the best running back in football and one of the best football players going. He's going to have a fucking monster game. I hope and so. That's the way I'm looking at it. So anyway, I'm done. Yep. All right. Well, with yeah. that, this was fun. Hell yeah. Ghost Next week, we're doing a history of violence. Yes, history a history of violence. of violence. And I just added to the list my next movie, which is a while from now. I don't know. It came to me, and it's been on my list for a very long time, but I am doing Kung Pao. And oh, I love that oh, movie. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, man. That's such a fun movie. A long time. I don't think there's, and I've said this a hundred times, but there, I don't think there's a line between, especially between my, my, my son Tim and I, quoted more than from that movie. That's a lot of nuts. Anyway, <laughs> so that will, I guarantee you that will be one of the clips that we will play. Oh yeah. Do that I, that's a great movie. That's I'm, I'm a lot of nuts. That. And like I said, I'm doing right. pain and gain next. So that'll be fun. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. I liked it when I saw it the first time. Yeah. The rock. and It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. Well, Wahlberg is also like vintage <laughs> Wahlberg. In oh yeah. Part. And Mackie. Yes. No, I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm looking but forward to that one. The scene where the rock is grilling the fucking fingerprints off. <laughs> yeah, yep yep yeah, oh I'm, god i'm excited about it's that one so, too. so yes a history of violence next week beagle mortensen uh marie bello uh william hurt in one of his like best 10 minute roles ever um it's a great movie so anyway yeah so on that, i guess that's it one thing left for us to do a little bit of yep. lights camera fuck off oh hey there uh, it's me, your buddy Eric, and I am here to remind you about the monthly art show at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida. Every month, there's a different theme, sometimes movie-related, sometimes not. We've had MCU, we've had Star Wars, we've had John Carpenter, and all of these amazing local artists will contribute to the show. The art will be hanging all month long, but the best part is that you have the ability to purchase any of that local art and bring it home. Uh, again, check out Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida, and tell them MOTCU sent you.